0: You've heard of the counterculture movement of the 60s and 70s. You've heard their names, Timothy Leary, Angela Davis, Jerry Rubin, Abby Hoffman, and many more. But you probably aren't aware of a smaller counterculture movement that occurred in the 70s and 80s. A movement that also rejected the hypocrisy of American society. But instead of chanting, let's get together and love each other, we screamed, leave us alone we been called late boomers or early Xers by others. Yeah. Back in the day, we called ourselves heads. That's right, heads. That's who we were, and that's who we are.
1: And these are our stories. Welcome to Heads. Welcome. We're
0: here with a uh, another classic... Um, uh, personality from back in the day, a very good friend from grade school, Dave McKay. Dave, thank you so much uh, for being on my podcast.
2: Thanks. Thanks an awful lot for having me, Gary. All
0: right. Um, I was, we were talking beforehand and I told Dave that I recently discovered that our generation does have a name. Uh, the kids born between 1956 and 64, we are known as Generation Jones, and look it up. There's a lot of information on it. Uh, I'll be sharing more as time goes by. But um, Dave is definitely the classic Generation Joneser. And, wow. um, you know, we're going to take this in a little different direction. We're still going to freewheel. But, you know, Dave, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but um, Dave is a phenomenal guitarist, music aficionado from when he was just way too young to have that kind of taste in music. And so we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about music. But first Dave, your background. Tell us about you, you Jonesen. The jo- early days of the Jones.
2: That's right, Generation Jones. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean it's it's actually very simple. Uh my love for music was was a family thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, my dad, Big Walt, yes, was a crazy crazy jazz aficionado. Um that's when we like listened to this funky thing
1: called the radio. W E L O V E Mm, yeah. yeah and uh you know sunday drives with dad
2: on the way to white castle the car was usually filled with uh, whatever was playing on our favorite station wrvr
0: oh oh you didn't you didn't that's you, right you weren't uh on um uh, what's the one in newark um jazz 88
2: oh bgo wasn't even around back then. oh
0: okay wow pre-bgo yeah. okay
2: oh yeah this is i think this well bgo was the follow-up once uh uh, I, I'll never forget this. We were we were on the way out to White Castle, my dad and I. Hit on WRVR, our favorite uh, DJ Les Davis. Yes, was, uh, was talking and mm. one hundred six point seven was talking, and all of a sudden he goes, "Yeah, next up, uh, the sounds of Willie Nelson." Whoa! And my dad and I looked at each other like, oh, "What? What?" Whoa! And
1: changed format overnight. Wow! So they the DJs didn't have a chance to
2: get switched out.
0: So. <laughs> so these jazz guys are doing country. Yeah. Les Davis and Roberta Altman
2: and all these great jazz personalities are, wow. are spinning. You know Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton. It was, it was That's quite here.
0: Sad, <laughs> it's
2: sad. So then we then we had to hunt and we found uh, BGO. Uh huh. Uh huh. Jazz eighty eight. Yeah, I, I wanted to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I heard a wonderful cast that you had with a with a gentleman Pete Marion. Yes. Yes. I just want to give a shout out to Pete. Uh, Pete was one of the first people to ever bail me out of jail. Uh, we had taken a gross of baked goods from behind the uh, grocery store.
1: Oh.
2: I think uh, we were so smart that we decided we were taking a bite of the bread, <laughs> throw it out the window. A bite of the bread, <laughs> throw it out the window. And we left this uh, perfect trail. Canceling <laughs> So it was, uh, it was beautiful, you know, just a beautiful,
1: beautiful thing. Oh, oh, no.
0: You got, okay. Yeah, that was a very famous event uh, back in the day. Um, <laughs> a, a, a certain person named Jerry, I won't say his last name, uh, I'm told, just kind of woke up, walked outside eating a bagel and got the cup slapped on him, had no idea yeah. <laughs> what was going on.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, it required like, you know, like, like, like four cars, you know, wow. to- we wow. armed the bagel bandits, yeah. you know, and we were armed uh, to the to the to the teeth with bacon <laughs> That was about it, man. Dude. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, so so, and so Pete bailed you out for that, huh? And uh, Pete
2: bailed me out for that, or it may have been another incident. I'm pretty sure it was that.
0: Yeah, you
2: know? yeah, yeah. Wow. I wow. spent so, a lot of time where I was requiring uh, fifty dollars a shot and bail money.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: you know
0: did they charge you and try you and all that or are they just just a disorder oh, yeah
2: i went to court behind the uh, behind the bagel incident i was uh, i think i did uh, 18 months of probation oh. wow Damn. yeah behind some bread yeah,
0: yeah. or I, I worse could, I could deal with the bread, yeah, yeah or worse <laughs> hey at least you didn't get locked up how embarrassing would that be
2: to have well, to, uh, 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 locked up for long it About 36 hours i spent hanging out in no there. kidding in that
0: little cage Oh, yeah, man, the little cage was
2: great because I always had people to talk to. Yeah. And they would, you know, a couple of times a day, they'd bring us blimpy sandwiches. It was good, man. Yeah. Uh, and Pete, you know, you're talking about music and stuff like that. Pete was very instrumental in my musical development. Really? Yeah. Um, I know Pete turned out to be quite the, uh, you know, the punk rock aficionado.
0: Yes, he did.
2: Or that. You know, he was turning me on to some crazy live cream cuts mm-hmm. and stuff like that and mm-hmm. a lot more guitar-based
1: music. Yeah. That oh man, I was I fell in love with instantly. Yeah. You know,
2: so yeah. I was always looking for more, more, more when it came to dealing with Pete. Yeah. I mean, he was great with that. He he,
0: he, he, he introduced He introduced me to uh David Bromberg
2: ah, and yes. Hot
0: Tuna. Hot yes, Tuna. Yes. My older brother. Introduced me to hot tuna, but Pete really got me into it. We real—I mean, we would just be over there, all over his place, and just you know, rocking out. And they still got it. I went to see them at the Capitol Theater about uh, I don't know, three years ago, um and Yoram and still got it, man. He still wow. got it.
2: Yeah. Well, Bromberg is still doing uh records.
0: Yeah. Yes, he is.
2: Yeah. Yes, he is. But not great stuff.
0: Yep. And they're old men.
2: Oh, very old.
1: Yes,
2: yes. You know, think so, about what a breeding ground for music that we lived in, you know? I mean, there was no such thing as a genre, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Music was music. Pop was pop. What was played was what was played. I mean, going back a few years earlier, AM radio days, Yeah, you know, before we had format radio. Yep. You'd listen to Charlie Daniels followed up by Paul McCartney in a heartbeat, yeah. you know, followed up by the Commodores.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, So we had a lot of influences coming in at once,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and, you know, by the time we got to high school, we kind of, brand, well, you know, we got the heads that are doing this kind of music here. We're listening to, to the dead and we're listening mm-hmm. to Cream and the Hendrix and stuff like that. Yeah, and then we had the other flavor on the other side of the steps. You know, I was listening to the new wave, you know, and yeah. stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But my dirty little secret, I kind of, I kind of grooved on disco a little bit too. Man. Did you really?
0: <laughs>
2: it was hot, man. It was
0: hot. We all did. Hot. We, if we're if we're going to be honest, we all did. You know, we just hid it from each the, other. The
2: station there was, it was the rainbow sounds of Disco 92. <laughs>
0: <laughs> KTU. So, that's
2: right. so whenever I put my radio to school or something like that, I'd have to keep that station on the back burner. <laughs> <else.
0: laughs> I did the same thing, man. I did this. It was good stuff. It was, yes, you know, sure. but you know, what's kind of amazing is, is how sophisticated the musical tastes were of the people that we came up with. Um, um, you know oh, yeah. Jean Luponte, um, mm-hmm. Jaco Pastorius. I mean, um, uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra. Like, there are people I know now who never heard of that, and they're sophisticated people. And here we were, you know, sixteen-year-old potheads, like just, uh, just soaking that in, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. But you got to remember, Jaco Pastorius' weather report. They actually put a song out that was pop. That made it to the pop charts. What was
1: Birdland? that? I don't call that.
2: Song Birdland was like, uh, oh. was like, turned into a top 40 song. Right. You know, this is weird. Yeah. 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 You know? And all these folks, we all saw these folks, mm-hmm. you know, um, it wasn't uncommon to go to, uh, you know, to go see, uh, you know, BB King one mm-hmm. night and go see David Bromberg the next.
1: Yeah. You yeah.
2: Know? That's true. So, to, the influences were just all over me. I wasn't, I was never into a particular genre. My dad was the jazz head Mm -hmm. early on. um, When I was looking for music on my own, the only two bands that he allowed me Mm -hmm. to buy because he said, well, this is kind of musical. This is okay to listen to Uh, Chicago. He respected. Mm -hmm. Wow. The other one, what a wild card. This is, he dug the Beatles
1: Oh yeah, I could
2: see that though. Oh, man, Doug the Beatles. I he says, "Hey man, you know these white boys, man. They can, <laughs> man, they make good songs.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. Make good shit. Well, they were different, you know? you know. I could see, especially you know, someone who has an ear for jazz has an ear for music. Yes, and, and so you're going to recognize good music even if you don't listen to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like that was was Walt a musician too?
2: Yes, yes, he played. Uh, he played trumpet and he played some piano.
1: Oh wow. And,
2: uh, yeah. So he was very, very much into it. In fact, that was tons and tons of Saturday afternoon outings were just going to music stores. Really? Wow. i hanging out.
0: That's cool, so, man. That is
2: cool. So he was very, very disappointed that I wanted to play this, uh, this ridiculous instrument, the guitar.
1: <laughs> um,
2: he saw music as an opportunity to work.
1: I uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. said, well, if you dig music, you want to play music. Great. You know, yeah. uh, Play a backup instrument that that'll get you some work, you know. Right. Play bass, you know, play drums, play piano, something like that. But everybody plays guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's too much competition, don't do that. Uh, um, which from I, a
0: practical sense is good advice.
2: Sure, sure. You know, but art but, is not uh, practical. <laughs> that was all that was all I wanted. You know, yeah. I heard uh I heard uh Are You Experienced, mm. the Hendrix album. Yes. They had that in the library at Hillside School. And I used to go with a buddy of mine, Greg Gilson and I would hit the library. I remember Greg with Gilson. Way's mom. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah. Those hideous, ratty headphones that were like <laughs> solid steel or yep. something that would pinch your ears yep. like crazy. And the it's record good,
0: player. Like yeah. yeah. And we would listen to
2: we would listen to uh to that first Hendrix album until wow. we wore it out
0: pretty yeah. much you know yeah
2: yeah yeah but i was hooked i said that's that's what i need to be doing
0: and you started playing guitar back
2: then i started i got my first guitar in 1976 oh okay 76 i started taking music at the watchung at, at what what is it now music magic studios oh. uh well, well chris besta's place uh-huh. The guy who uh, does the lessons up there in Watch On Plaza. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: before he got it, the original owner, I started taking some guitar lessons. Oh. Had this acoustic guitar, and the strings were like a foot off of the fretboard, <laughs> and it was hard as anything to even make a chord. It was terrible. <laughs> so I, I got this great, you know, like Les Paul style electric guitar and a little amp, and I was in heaven.
1: Wow, wow. Um, wow.
2: Which I still have to this day.
0: Do you really?
2: I, I certainly do. You know, all these years later. Wow. All these years later I still have that guitar. Wow. Um and it's it's definitely one of my prized possessions from, from yeah. back of the day. Yeah.
0: See, I, I I didn't know you played guitar. Um and and then you were living in I think you were living in Virginia. Ah. And yes, Mark and yes, I had yes, come yes. down to see you. Right. And you pulled out this guitar and you started wailing, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I I thought you just started playing, and you were just shredding these fucking licks, man. And and so that I didn't know you were playing guitar all those
2: years. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was blessed with a little bit of talent. Like sure. I couldn't play. I couldn't play "Mary Had a Little Lamb,"
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: but I could play the uh, the opening lick to Mounting Flame" by the Mahavishnu Orchestra. Nice. That was just no problem. Nice. I didn't have it. Wow. So I did things backwards. You yeah, know, I learned in reverse. Yeah, you know,
0: uh, like Art Tatum.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's there you an, go. oh my goodness. That's, an gracious. Story. that's a talent. Yeah, that's a talent right there.
0: And you know, he learned. He's he self-taught. There was a piano, and the book it was for two pianists. He didn't know that. That's why Art Tatum was 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 like lightning on a piano. He didn't know any better. Got <laughs> to cover a lot of ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I still, I still, when I get in my mood, man, I still put on some Art Tatum, man. That's good
2: stuff. You know, we get these. Uh, you know, of course, we always get these little blurbs when an artist that we remember fondly dies. You know. Yeah. But I always pick out the weird ones. Those are the ones that influence me most. Uh, a, a cat recently died. Uh, a guy by the name of Tony Rice, who's mm. a bluegrass player. Okay. But back in our day, in like I don't know, 79, 80, 81, he uh started doing this project where that they were calling dog music. Dog mm. music. Mm. And it was kind of a fusion of bluegrass and jazz.
1: Wow. And
2: it was some of the most fascinating and difficult music I'd ever heard in my life. And I loved it, absolutely fell in love with it. So huh. Uh, there are times, you know, like I'm in my car. I I'm blessed with a really great stereo system in my car,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm cranking the sh- I'm just cranking the shit out of it. Like, and <laughs> I get up to a red light, and people pull up, and they're expecting to hear like, you know, I don't know, like Cardi B or something yeah, like
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I, I'm cranking
1: like Doc Watson. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? You know. Um, but so that's just always been it i
2: mean you know music has been about mood it's been about you know what it represented at various points of my life it just yeah just the artistry of 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 music as a whole you know i've never been into a genre yeah
0: yeah yeah no 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 i can say that clearly about you i mean i you know I, i can just remember you playing music that I didn't. I didn't even get. I, I didn't know if I liked it or not. I, I didn't get it on a deep enough level to know. I didn't understand it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I had to really listen um, to decide if I liked it or not. You know, it it wasn't you know wings. It wasn't uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't a neat little tune that kind of like started here and ended there. And 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 you know, you know, you you had that going, Miguel. Had that going? I mean, you, you guys just like I don't know where the hell you came from with this, man.
2: Oh man, Miguel was uh, was also that was my that was definitely my brother from another mother as far as our musical tastes. Yeah, and yeah. What we we're trying to get into, what was influential?
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You
2: Jeez. know, I, I mean, the shit I play now, I, you know. We all remember fondly Miguel had a love of the drums. Yes, indeed. I've never seen him play drums, but I saw him play hours of air drums. He, he turned out to be a hell of a drummer. I've
0: seen him on gigs know? a couple of times. He is one hell of a drummer.
2: Yeah, I think and I think the first time he picked up sticks, he knew exactly what to do with them. Yeah. You know? Yep. I just that's had it. And, I, and that's kind of what I, you know, I think the the music I kind of create now and play, mm-hmm. I think it's across, it's kind of like a, you know, F. Rush uh, if Rush met Beelzebub, uh <laughs> that's kind of like what I'm what I'm into these days. <laughs> really?
0: Well, you know, I, I I hope maybe at the end or something you grace us with a few licks. I would love to hear you, man.
2: I'll well, have to send you a little something. I I did some uh okay something for uh for in celebration of the COVID lockdown.
0: Oh, really? You
2: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
0: you mind if I put it on the podcast?
2: No, no, no. Absolutely, okay. it's cool. I'll send it to you. Okay. yeah man.
0: All right, cool. That'd be uh, good. That would
2: be cool. All right, cool.
0: Um, I like the outro with something a little more personal.
2: It's um, kind of a slow droning, ugly thing. It's all right, just like this virus. That's all, yeah, good. Okay, man.
0: Good. Sounds um, good.
2: So, so, uh, so, yeah. I'd be honored.
0: Please, it's my honor. But believe me when I tell you, um, I, I just would love to hear you play again. Do you do you go out and play gigs ever, or is that no, something you do? No. No. no.
2: Um, I, once again, I, I, I just consider myself, if I use the word blessed a lot, it's because I mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've met some just amazing people, you know, and I, I, yeah. I, I, I've linked up and I've become really good friends with a guy who was like big into the Miami scene back in the day.
1: Okay,
2: And he was a big engineer and, and mixer and stuff like that. He's just done a ton of work and he's a phenomenal guitarist. And we can get together and do
1: things. Mm, mm, nice. <laughs> I don't
2: know what that is. Nice, nice. But uh, you know, usually, pretty much like this podcast, we don't really have anything in mind.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not a lot of talking. Our communications—it's just conversation that we record, yeah. and he makes it into something. I'm like that. That doesn't sound like me. That—that sounds great. <laughs> so
0: I'm kind of—I'm kind of like you. If you didn't have any talent, <laughs> all I can do is talk. <laughs> That's it. That's the only instrument I can play.
2: <laughs> well, I figured, you know, uh, well, that's I, I, I didn't have any other talents. I couldn't dance or anything like that. I, I had to play guitar if I
1: wanted to get into music in any way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still can't dance. Okay. I danced like Elaine Bennis from some, in that Seinfeld episode, man, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I have zero rhythm, you know, but yeah. uh, I don't know. So I hide behind an instrument. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> hey, no, I'm the same way. I can't dance. I can't. I can't sing a
2: lick. I mean,
0: you know, I have no talent. I have no. I. I my talents are not in the arts. i so it's. It's weird because I do have this longing for the all types of art, but I just have no talent. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. I have friends with
2: talent like you. Yeah, man. But artistry is about expressing yourself any way you can. That's you true. Know? That's true. I mean, that's, that's all art, man. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's beautiful, man. Well, Don't that, sell yourself short. Um,
0: I guess that's just the human condition. You know, I guess we just, we yearn to express.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's, look, okay. And I'll tell you where, if you want that little uh, opinion of mine substantiated,
1: mm-hmm.
2: here we go. Uh. There was an album that I got turned on to under the influence of a massive dose of LSD. Um, it was a, a wonderful album called Trout Mask Replica by Captain Beefheart and His Magic Band.
1: <laughs>
2: now, I listened to this album. You know, it was a double album. Listen to the whole thing with um, with my buddy Adam. <laughs> uh. And I thought we were listening to like, you know, uh, uh, box Sonatas or some shit. It was just brilliant, you know? And I was like, wow, how in the world could they create something so majestic and magnificent? So a couple of days later, we're in the house, we weren't tripping, doing a couple of bong hits or something, you know, drinking a couple of 16 ounces.
1: Yeah. yeah. And,
2: uh, and I said, yeah, man, throw on, throw on the trout. He said, yeah. And I said, what the hell is this? This doesn't sound anything like what I heard. Totally disjointed. It didn't seem to have any, any, any coherency whatsoever. Well, that album sits in the, is preserved in the Library of Congress. No kidding. As being a very, very important piece of art oh. because of how it was created under the circumstances, what its intention was. Interesting. Um, Interesting. And I've I've been able to kind of come back and listen to it now, and it's still pretty unlistenable, yeah. but I can see what was going on, or I could hear what mm-hmm. was going on, okay. what they were going for.
0: So it's like and the the musical equivalent of abstract art.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's abstract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'd say it's downright delusional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when you're a to work, you know delusional.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. But, but it's pretty groovy stuff, man. Right? Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I, I I think we really were fortunate to have so many different types of music around us, uh, you know, growing up. And th- and that's one thing about our niche is that, you know, we weren't boomers, but we had the boomer music. I mean, we, we were all in on, you know, Hendrix and The Doors and, you know, how many times did you sit back, chill, and listen to Indiegata Vida? I mean, you, you know, <laughs> which is also unlistenable, but, you know, <laughs> if you're in a certain frame of mind... You- that's good stuff, man. Absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely. Good stuff. So growing up, who would you say your musical influences
2: were? Without question. I mean, you know, several just come to mind immediately. You know, Miles Davis was a big influence on mm. the way that I approached, you know, music or an instrument or anything I could get out of a guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Coltrane was a, n- a huge influence because yeah. um, his... It's it was Goldfein. so complex. I just, you know, you had to listen. Yeah. Couldn't have that in the background. Right. You know, it was front and center. It had to be. Yep. Um, and Hendrix, of course, was... The master. Just the maestro. Yeah. You know, it's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. And uh, um, there's a great story that I think... Who uh, was the cat from uh, from The Animals? Eric uh, Eric, Eric Burden. Burden. Yeah. Eric Burden tells a story about... Uh, um, the day uh, Martin was, uh, Dr. King was assassinated. Uh, Jimmy was scheduled to play a show at the Newark Symphony Hall. Oh, really? Which Newark, yeah, Newark, of course, was on fire. Yeah. After yeah. that, kind of got around. Yeah. And uh, his re- recounting of that was that Jimmy came out and just played like this endless instrumental. That was the most emotional, soulful, real perfect piece of music. He'd ever heard, and he says, "Well, and to this day, of all the shows that he did, he has not been able to find a copy of of that particular piece of music." Um, And I always think about that.
0: You know, you know what's bouncing around. I'm sure you probably know this already, but I just got turned on to it. Um, Jimi Hendrix had a habit of, you know, going to parties and and hooking up with very very famous musicians and bringing them back to his studio and just jamming. Uh-huh. And those have been found. I mean, they were they were recorded. They were on tape, and and you know people, you know, Stephen Stills, and I mean, just like the, the giants of those days, and just getting together and having some fun. And yeah. it is some of the greatest. I can't even call it music because it's almost like you're you're you're, you're seeing a personal side to these celebrities. You know, they're not playing for you and me. They're playing for each other. And it's right. amazing.
2: Music done right is, in my opinion, it's about the conversation, it's about the interplay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, like my, I say, my buddy Jed and I will sit for hours in the basement and there aren't 20 words of dialogue but mm. spoken. Mm. But man, oh man, the conversation can get deep. That's with cool. Strange, you know? That's cool. And that, that's kind of what it's all about. And that's when things yeah. get fucked
0: yeah and that's your jazz background right
2: there well I don't know I don't really know what it is but at the end so it'll, it'll say oh man yeah. it's glad that you I'm glad that you were so happy today
1: yeah yeah
2: and I wouldn't have said anything you know it's just that's what's coming out
0: that's cool that, that that's real connection bro
2: Well yeah and you say oh I can I can you've you definitely been through a breakup recently right? <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's about the size of it Well
0: <laughs> uh, well yeah I mean you know that, that's the beauty of, of jazz and, 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 and blues and which is my favorite uh blues are my favorite genre of music and it's it's conversation it's it's storytelling through music it's it's yeah. um uh, even when there's no lyrics you know and you i know you know this uh, but it's that call and response you know what i mean like like classic american um classic yeah. black american you know uh, um, baptist church kind of stuff um but just i don't know i mean i'm some white guy from the suburbs. Whose, you know, genes have only been on this soil for just over a hundred years. But Ah, the blues talk to me, dude, like I was born a sharecropper in Mississippi. I don't know what it is. You're you're,
2: you're black by association. You definitely are. Think about it. You know, look look at your best friend. Look at their parents that you hung out with. It's
0: true. It's true. My (laughs) wife always kids me. She says, you think you're black? And I'm like, I don't think I'm black. And, you know, because I make collard greens. I love collard greens. Well, you know, Italians eat greens. Just different. So I grew up eating greens. And and, and that's why I kind of went into that, you know, with Mark's mother and stuff. I fell into that because it wasn't foreign to me. I never had college before I knew them. But, hell, we ate greens all the time. Sure. Um, You know. Yeah. so It
2: depends on what side of Italy. Are you from, like, you know, the Moors offspring? South. From... South. There you go. Wow. South.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like, and, and, and you know, racism pisses me off anyway, but when there'll be Italian guys, and believe me, being a middle-aged Italian man, people say anything to me. It's shocking what people will say in front of me and to me. But it's like, you know what, dude? You, why do you think Southern Italians are dark and Northern Italians are light? Because the North had trade routes with you know the the, the the Norwegians and the Alps and all that stuff, the South had trade routes with Africa. When people mix, they have sex. I
1: like
0: think you hate yourself. If you're a racist, you, you why are we dark?
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, it's fucking one and one equals two, man, but that's a whole other you know
2: topic to get into, but I think the racism problem could be resolved in a day. I really think it could be resolved in a day. Tell it. I think if we took a national day and set every television station and cable feed and Wi Fi, you know, streaming service, and just played uh, 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 Blazing Saddles (laughs) in a loop for 24 hours. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) This whole thing would be over, man. It would be
0: over. It's deep, man.
2: It's about the most disarming thing you could ever watch.
0: Yes. Yes. You
2: know, and if we can't find a way to laugh at ourselves behind that, then we're, we're really doomed <clears throat> as a as a species.
0: You're not kidding. You're not kidding. Talk about a masterpiece. Talk about art yeah. and ma- I mean, yeah. I still all these years later, I watch Blazing Saddles and I laugh like I'm seeing it for the first time. I mean, yeah. and very few things do that to me.
2: I, talk about a movie that stood the test of time.
0: Oh my god. Um, I recently rewatched for the hundredth time the Blues Brothers, the original oh, Blues Brothers movie. Brilliant. The car chase in the mall is just, I mean, that's still never been duplicated. <laughs> and, and I can remember being a kid and look, watch, and going, they're in a mall. I mean, they're like, there's a car chase, and they're talking about, oh, look, the new Chevys are out. I mean, <laughs> ridiculously funny.
2: Well, at, at the time, I was also a big movie buff. At the time, oh. that was the most expensive movie <clears throat> ever put out.
0: Is that right?
2: At the time that it was released, that was the most expensive movie Hollywood had ever produced. Wow. And it made its money back, you know, oh. with ease. Me alone. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think myself and, uh, and Doug Floyd probably saw the Blues <laughs> Brothers about 18 times. <laughs> the marriage, you know, uh, having purchased one ticket. Yes, of course.
0: Of course. Of course. You know, I'll tell you a little Blues Brother fact about Doug Floyd. One time we're out and about, okay, you may have even been in the car for all I know. He had that big, you know, whatever, 1971 Fury 3, a boat of a car. And you know, we're flying through town and we're talking about something, about the Blues Brothers, and Floyd goes, you know, when they come around that corner and kind of like slide into the parking space, I could do that. I said, Floyd, get the fuck out of here, you can't do that. I'm telling you, I can do that. said, Doug. I get it. You're the wild man. You're the stunt man. You can't do that. We were on that. I forget what street that is. The street that Patty Way lived on. He comes flying around the corner. Dave, he did it. I mean, the car went up on the curb a little bit and, and took out a little tree. But for all practical purposes, Doug Floyd did that. And I was like, I can't. First of all, I can't believe you're crazy enough to try that on a public street. Yo, they did that on a movie lot, dude. It <laughs> was goes, about 10
1: takes. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. Floyd, I, look at and go, I told you I could do it. I'm like, Doug, I'll never doubt you again.
2: I mean, yeah. Really Oh, yeah. Crazy. The boy was, he, look, he was our Tarzan, man. Oh, oh my
0: God. You the, know? Yeah, he was a fun. He may be one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: you know, tragic look, and funny.
2: Great times, man. Oh. As oh. kids riding bikes. Yeah, going over to his grandma' house. His grandmother was a uh, uh, we called her Granny Flash.
1: <laughs> really?
2: Yeah, she was about 103 years old. She <laughs> drove an old Checker Marathon. Oh. And every time we showed up at the house, you know, she'd feed us like bowls of cereal and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Granny Flash was cool, man.
0: Cool. See, I didn't <laughs> know Doug till I was older. I didn't know him as a kid. That's what I oh yeah, me.
2: yeah. No, Doug and I. In fact, our first time we ever cut school uh, was at Hillside. Me and Doug and Wallace Sally uh, and a couple other
1: people decided uh, to cut school.
2: It the, the behind uh, it, is still bearing the marks <laughs> of that, but uh, boy, it was a heck of a day.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember we
2: had, uh, we had my crazy dog Leon that would uh, bite anything that moved. Yeah, Leon. I, you know it was a different time, you know? yeah. Yeah, Leon yeah. was just
1: like, Okay, Leon, you're going out with us
2: with no leashes or anything <laughs> like that. Kind of, just don't get hit, really
0: yeah. Hard. Hey, just try to bite less than five people. Yeah, you know, Leon,
2: Leon with us all day and made sure we were safe and protected. We had fun, that's cool. Great time, that
0: is really cool. But,
2: but the subsequent ass whipping was definitely memorable. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: I'm sure. I, I my my first uh, cutting school was at Edgemont School, fourth grade. Myself, Michael Miller, and Eddie Bill Johnson. <laughs> we left the school, went across the street into the park, and we remember the the brook by the the, the, of the side into the pond. We jumped in the brook. It was clean back then. Yeah, <laughs> we, we went back to school. Soaking wet, no one said anything. How could you not notice we weren't in class? It was fourth grade. That was the beginning for me. Wow. (laughs) I was like,
2: bitch. I think the worst thing that ever happened to us was that we got away with a lot.
0: Yes, sir. Definitely have not paid the piper.
2: No. (laughs) No. Consequences didn't really exist. You know, it
0: just... Yeah, yeah. if you're Eh. smart, there were no consequences.
2: Yeah, Pete Barron will bail me out. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's right. I oh, spent many, many a night getting chased by, I don't know, real or imagined <laughs> officers at three and four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah yep. Yep. You know, seemed like a thing to do. Yeah. Kind of run. Okay. <laughs>
0: thank, thank goodness there wasn't a, uh, a phone in every pocket, pocket and a camera on every phone.
2: Oh, goodness gracious. That, that is like one of the joys of my existence. Yeah, man. I have to say, even though it's horrible and tragic, I smile every time I see some doofus caught on camera. <laughs> yes. so, I'm yes. like,
1: yeah, better you than me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you <know? laughs> right. There wasn't a camera on every street corner. Uh, you know, the bagel story. If you did that now, even if you didn't leave the trail, they would have cameras following you. They'd know exactly where you came from and where you went. They yeah. would get you. They would, and they wouldn't even get you honestly. They'd get you with cameras. At least they had to get you honestly. You know, you, you know what I mean. Well, it didn't exactly take Kojak to catch us,
1: you know, <laughs> overt and like everything we did. I mean, it was <laughs> not subtle or anything. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, we were uh, disconnected from the larger society in many ways.
1: That's oh, yeah.
2: uh,
0: the rules, the rules, really.
2: You know, but uh, well, the truth of the matter is, I I'm, I'm pretty sure that somehow or another, uh, the Happiness Hotel, the Wurtz House, was was connected to a, to another dimension.
0: Y- yes
2: people just kind of floated in and out of there. You yeah. never really knew what was going on. Uh yeah. 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 What you were going to see, what you were going to be walking into.
0: <laughs> it was uh, a lot wow. of
2: fun. <laughs> well, that's fun. that's a whole podcast unto, its, unto itself.
0: Not, you know, I don't know if you listened to my uh John Wisniewski uh podcast, but that Oh no, I
1: have to listen to that. That's
0: worth a listen to cuz he, you know, he brought up the the, the, the Warts home. And um I was just like he floored me with that. The the, the classic Warts home thing was I'm sure you remember uh, General Admission at the Who. Oh,
2: yes, State absolutely. Stadium. Absolutely. If
0: you recall, we got stuck in the city overnight. <clears throat> we take the train. We, we get on the Newark City subway. We come up on the street, get a cab driver. We give him the address, and he goes, you yeah, know, that's some kind of boarding house or something, right? I don't know if you remember. I remember that. Like, really? This cab driver in York knows <laughs> the Happiness Hotel. <laughs>
2: The Happiness Hotel. Jesus Christ. You know, it, was a, it was an interesting, interesting time. It was, man. And, and uh, they had their own version of Leon. Remember Leo the dog? Yes, I there? do.
0: Oh, yeah. John and I touched on that also.
2: Oh, man. Leo, Leo was terrifying.
0: Yes, he was. I'm going to state it again. I stated it on the podcast with John. I will state it again. I had nothing to do with Leo's disappearance and assumed <laughs> subsequent death. Okay. I had nothing to do with that. And I mean, Mrs. Wirtz confronted me about that. I know you killed Leo. I went, What? I I killed Leo. I wasn't sad he was gone. No. Someone did a service by by getting rid of Leo, but I did not hurt that dog.
2: Look, Um, Leo was smart enough to see his opportunity (laughs) and I'm out of this (laughs) daggone place. Shit, man, I, I I walked in the house. I don't know what I was looking for. I was going to the cupboard or something. There was a completely
1: hollowed out turkey carcass that was in there. I opened the door. I said, what the fuck? There's a turkey carcass in there.
2: And a cat walked out of it. I said, oh, oh okay. Well, I'm, I'm done here. My business here is a definite.
0: Do you remember the, the uh, botulized Alpo? Uh,
2: I was just about to say, yes, the bot, nothing like a good old-fashioned botulized <laughs> can to give the sphincter a test.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, it was like, I, I can't imagine dead bodies smell any worse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still hear from Harry and, and from time to time. Really? Really? Uh, you know, of course, he was the only really well-adjusted person in that
0: house. Harry was an amazing kid. He was great. I, I don't know how he did it, man. But he was like the voice of
2: reason. Oh, I know how he did it. It's called padlocks.
0: Yeah. On everything. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. Smart but he, he had the maturity, I think, to know that he was in the middle of a circus and to avoid it. I mean, uh, um, and I've, I've I've connected with him on, I mean, he seems to be living a pretty well-adjusted, positive
2: life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> It, I heard we, poor Freddie. Poor Freddie passed away. I didn't know that. Really? Yes, yes, yes. A couple of years back. Ah, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, you know, hey. the sad thing about living as old, as long as we have. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're gonna lose some people yeah, along the yeah, way, man.
0: Yeah, you see a lot of people go. Um, yeah. I think I think our our little group though, um, uh, John and I touched on that also. A, a lot of our cohort. Not just the heads, either, but a lot of folks died. I mean a lot um, yeah. you know uh, um, I, I think you know people made bad choices, and good people got caught up um, and were over their head before they knew it,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know I mean, we could all come up with ten names apiece who we were bad folks, just you know swam in the deep end when they didn't belong there,
1: yeah,
0: and um yeah so you know i um um I don't know. I, I, i it is sad, but I also feel like um kind of privileged to be able to be here with you all these years later. Um talking about this stuff, you know, it's coming out of it as you know, I don't know how um how balanced I am, but I'm alive, you know. Yeah. I, I do more good than bad. So,
2: you know. Um, well, I, I can't lie. I, I I pinch myself and chuckle, yeah. giggle like a daggone on sixteen year old girl going to the prom. Yeah, every morning, I just
0: about. Well, you, know? you went places I never went. So that that's I know that's for you. Yeah, it's a I, it's a miracle. Um, and it, it's almost like there's got to be some bigger purpose for you. Why? 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 Why you? Why me? Why?
2: Um, yeah, thank. For, yeah, for all of us, man. Yeah, you know, for yeah. all of us. I mean, it's. It's pretty incredible, you know. Yeah. But it is important. What you're doing, I think, is very important. Tell the tale. Well, know? thanks, man.
1: Yeah, I, yeah.
0: We're an interesting group. We're a fun group of folks. You know what I mean? And we're all, you know, we're old and we're gray and bald and, and, and uh, you know, but, you know, we're still heads. <laughs> just yeah, just right. the All
2: by choice, Gary. All by see. choice. Yes,
0: you son of a bitch. You yes. son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah, that full mm-hmm. head of hair, man. I don't like that.
2: I got full. Fat. In fact, I don't even think. Oh, I don't even have any crazed, really. You know, it's
0: black. Don't it's crack, crazy. my friend.
2: It's called. It's now. It's called being pickled. You know. <laughs> That's
0: a beautiful, but, you know? I, I look in the mirror and I see my father, and I say, "Where? Where the hell? How did this happen? When yeah. did I? W- you know what I mean? I mean, uh, and I do look a lot like
2: my father as an old man. So. Well, I, de- I definitely turned to my dad. I was at a. Uh, uh, I also have a big affinity. I love nineties hip hop and I love metal. Nineties hip hop is it. Yeah. So uh yeah. there's a guy that I'm uh, you know, uh real tight with and he says, Oh yeah, man, I'm taking my kids, you know, to the show and this and that, we're going, you know, like
1: Slayer and a couple, of, oh man, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> and about three
2: quarters through I had to like pretty much leave because it was like really loud. <laughs> I said, wow, man, yeah, can, we, can they turn this down a little bit? I'm just great. But, I, yeah. Yeah. And, my, you know, we had to stand up. My, my back was hurt. My, my hip was giving out. All I, I said, yeah, no. Yep. Uh, place to sit down.
0: Yep, me. the titans have fallen, bro. I'm just, yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
2: it's horrible. Just a horrible
0: thing. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's uh, uh I, I my mantra is getting old sucks, but it sure beats the alternative. Ain't that the truth? You know, I try to remember that when I'm feeling some self pity or whatever, and and that's like, you know what, man? A lot of good people ain't here to to get old and gray and have all these troubles. You and I haven't seen each other in. I mean, it's got to be twenty. Twenty-five years since you and I have sat down and spoken. We were talking about that.
2: Yeah, it has been some wow, it's been some time. Yeah.
0: Man. And Dave, I, and I mean this. Wow. It's like I saw you yesterday. It's like we were hanging out in Miguel's basement yesterday. This has been amazing,
2: dude. Well, that's an honor, man. It's I been really amazing. appreciate that. But you know, there's no there's also no mystery. I mean, like, we spent some pretty uh significant time in our formative years. Yeah. You know, yeah. forming some pretty Cool memories.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. yeah I mean, and I'm not, I'm the first to admit, you know, I, uh, I definitely abused this wonderful brain that I was given uh, to the extent possible.
1: <laughs> that there, there are just big pockets and gaps yeah. of experiences
2: yeah. and time that I have lost yes. over the years. Yes. You know. But the Gary days were good, man. <laughs> they were. We had you
0: some know, good times, man. Stuff
2: was good. We had some good you know, times. I still talk about getting the pneumonia from time to time. <laughs> That's nature. You know, it's like, uh,
0: uh, yeah. I tell my foo-foo stories all the time, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> if I want to bring someone to their knees laughing, I tell the foo story. I mean, uh, you are very much alive in my soul, my friend. Um,
2: well, and, and, I, thank you. Thank you, you so much. You know, I And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you having me on.
0: It's a pleasure and, uh, and an honor.
2: Reaching out, yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you again, Dave. I I, I got to tell you, man. I'm here aging like bread. You're aging like wine, my friend. So God Holy bless
2: you. <laughs> you mean I turned into vinegar?
0: That's <laughs> no. So Keep doing what you're doing, Dave. You're doing important work. Dave uh, um, works in rehabilitation. Um, been doing that for for many years. Um, I can't think of anybody who would be better suited to do that. To have the the empathy and the no-nonsense attitude toward bullshit. You're the perfect combination for that type of work. Um, and I'm glad to see you touching lives, man. I, I really
2: am. You know, my, my hat is off to anybody doing this type of work. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. No kidding. It's rough work. Yeah.
0: I'm proud to be your friend. And I mean that in I am, all I am
2: definitely proud of you. All right, you know, all right. look, yeah. we've come a long way, my friend. We have.
0: We have. And and just to make it clear, the name of this episode will be tonight. I lay my head on this step. And that's a classic Mark Rose quote. And if you want to know the rest of that quote, you're going to have to reach out to Dave or myself. Uh, Dave, be well, dude. Sorry, I got cut off there, Dave. Um, and. You know, I know the audio was a little up and down on this one, but I'm still figuring it out, folks. So bear with me. I promise I'll get better. I want to thank Dave again. Thank anybody who's listening out there. And we're going to end this podcast with a song by my good friend Dave McKay. It's called Let's Bounce. And it is some good stuff. Thanks again. Be well.
1: you <laughs>